When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Get in. Get in. This is going to be a long, long podcast. Get in. Let's do it. Shut up. This is the MLS UK show. Go on then. Well, let's have a look back at what happened in the weekend in MLS. What's that? Can you hear Orlando? No? No? The call's gone a bit quiet, hasn't it? Keep going. There were some other games as well. We'll look at them. Uh, Elsewhere, we've got five things that you may have missed this week in MLS. One of them, you wouldn't have missed the Orlando game, surely. Uh, We'll look at fantasy. I've probably lost again. And we'll look ahead to this week's fixtures to see whether Atlanta can make it two wins on the bounce. And Orlando will need to get back to winning ways, won't they, Elliot? Let's just do it. The MLS UK Show. Just get it all out now. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Oh, God, he's got props. He's got props. Look what I brought in today. Do you remember last week when uh, Leanne brought you the, uh, give you the SKC scarf? I knew this was going to come back to haunt me. You know when, uh, obviously, Atlanta got beat to SKC, which we can accept now that happens, teams lose. So uh, you decided to rub, the, rub it in my face. You brought it in, you were waving it about, going, ole, ole, ole. Well, watch this. Ole, 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 ole. Ole, ole. Look at that. Put it away. Where have you got that from? You've I, never had a scarf. I bought it. <laughs> Did you buy it specially for me? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got it off Amazon. Next day delivery. Brilliant. <laughs> And it came this morning. How convenient. Thanks, Amazon, for being so prompt with your deliveries. It's a nice scarf. I'm impressed with it. I'm not going to take this off for the whole podcast. I'm not looking at you while you got that on. It, I might struggle because I think it's 21 degrees outside. <laughs> Go on. Get on with it. So, this weekend, it was a busy weekend of MLS action. There were lots of good games, to be fair. There was. There's loads to talk about. Uh, so let's jump straight in. Uh, we've we've got, um, obviously, uh, Columbus Crew beating Chicago and New yeah. England beating Toronto and Colorado losing at home to, to New York Red Bulls. And we'll get to those matches. Uh, Real Salt Lake, DC United. Yeah. That's 3-2. Good game, that. Lots of goals. Uh, Portland Timbers, last-minute goal against Seattle Sounders. Yeah. And we'll get to that, too. Yeah. Uh, so... 
But well, that's it. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, as, no, as always, no, follow no, us. No, 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 follow no. us on Twitter at MLS UK Show. Uh, make sure you no, subscribe. No, and, no. Uh, and we'll see you again next week. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Done. No, come on. I've had six weeks of get in, get in, and now it's all come crashing down because the five strikes. Put in the town. scarf away. No, nice scarf. So Sunday night, I went round to yours, and um, I enjoyed it. It was a nice night. You're very hospitable. I was going to say, can I at least have some credit for you know getting the beers in and ordering Chinese and yeah. you know putting you up in the spare bedroom? Yeah, no, you're very hospitable, and uh, and for your team to allow my team to win as well, that just crowned it off. You know, I had a great night. Although I do have to say one thing. We did actually film ourselves watching the game for reactions. Um, the footage may have got <laughs> a bit corrupt. <laughs> did you have something to do with that? I don't know what you're talking about. I've I've got, you know, where we work, I've got the engineers looking at it. We're going to try and get that footage. So we'll try and get it online. It won't be found. In the next few days. It will not be recovered. So, uh, right, Orlando 1, Atlanta 2. It's at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> Uh, I'm loving this. The last podcast, honestly, we had a a few compliments about it and I was like, no, it was the worst one ever because all you did was take the mick out of me all the way through it. Is Uh, this your excuse? Oh, a few people said it was good last week, so uh, I'm just going to rip you this week. Yeah, basically. Uh, So Orlando 1, Atlanta 2. I didn't wear the scarf the whole podcast last week. Can you at least get it out of my sight? No, because what you did, right, while we would, we do a radio show, as, as regular listeners will know, and during one of the songs you were uh, waving it above your head and you put the camera in my face and then you send it to all your Orlando City mates and you've got your group chat and you were like, oh, <laughs> look at Henry. Oh, you yeah. look so miserable. They've set your face as the uh, icon on the group chat. Yeah. Well, my group chat... Is Barco celebrating so there? Uh, right, let's talk about the game. You know, uh, Atlanta raced into a 2-0 lead. And you know what? We were chatting about it. And honestly, watching Atlanta, I was, I was because I was worried because of a goalkeeper situation. But I thought the defence played really well. They kept it tight. And that first half, I, I just think Atlanta dominated. And the passing play and getting it forward, beautiful. Mwah. Thing is, I give Atlanta enough compliments on this podcast. I don't I don't think I owe you any any compliments. I'm always quite upfront with, you know, how brilliant I think Atlanta are, how frightening they are going forward. I don't think you were really particularly tested at the weekend. So I'm not I can't afford you too much praise. I just think Orlando are pretty poor, to be honest. They were, but I I think Atlanta Atlanta made them poor, you know, especially that first half. Second half, Orlando came back into it. You got the goal. And then it was a bit nervy towards the end. But did you really have any chances? Did you really test the goalkeeper apart from the shot, which then led to the goal? Probably not. Well, if he wants to be tested, he could try and save the one he let in. Yeah, but we scored two. We had insurance. Be honest. Yeah. Last five minutes. What was going through your head? Last five minutes, I... Because it's all right now. You're dancing around here, waving the blooming scarf around. But last five minutes, you were you were. I was nervy. nervy. Yeah, I was nervy. But that was just because I, in my English team, I'm a Bolton Wanderers fan. Every other week, Bolton will concede a last-minute goal. 
So I'm used to it. I'm not used to winning. Atlanta, I, I did think, oh, no. And Orlando, we, we joke about it, but even in that game, you, you woke up at the 60th minute. So I did expect, half expect, sorry, an equaliser. But it didn't happen. Put it down. Get in. Get in. Get in! We are top of the league. We are top of the league. Our conference. Do you know we called it uh, one of the episodes "Get In" recently because you know I was I was enjoying the the Orlando wave of six straight wins. Yep. Can we call this one "Get Out"? No. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Uh, Especially with that thing on. Take it off. No scarf. Get staying on. Out. Scarf is staying on. Get out. Uh, so good win. If you can't get in, get out. That's this is the new <laughs> podcast motto. Right? Are we done? Can we move on? Can we talk about something else now? Uh, no, two more things. <sighs> Will Johnson's face <laughs> is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Wild man, Will. What a man. Ninety fourth minute. What a man. Dives into a tackle and then looks at the referee. I feel sorry for that referee. He must still be seeing that face in his nightmares. That face was you when you discovered I managed to delete the footage. <laughs> like, Arr! and you know what else I'm going to say? <sighs> what? We're ten minutes in now. Come on. All right, one more thing. Elmanier, like, what on earth was that? What? He went down like he'd been shot. Did you? I even said at the time I was like, I'm sorry. I, 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 I never hope a player is injured, but I hope he's injured for that reaction. Shout out to Brandon on Twitter. He sent me a video someone's made of uh, like uh, John Wayne shoot. He he shoots someone and it cuts to Elmanier just jumping, a jumping dive. And he came back on the pitch. He weren't that injured. Are you done? I am now. Very disappointed for Orlando. Can I ask you something? Yep. Amro Tarek. What did you make of him as an opposing supporter? Um, you know what? Honestly, I I haven't really noticed him, and that's perhaps because Orlando have been winning, so I've been concentrating on the, the like Dwyer and stuff. You pointed out, you said he's one of the best defenders in the league, and he's got a presence about him. When Martinez tried to shoulder barge him off the ball, and uh, he kind of did it and then squared up to his chin, uh, I thought that was quite funny, but I was impressed by him. Yeah, he's a good player. Very, uh, very athletic. Reads the game well. Gets back. He's quick. Gets stuck in. I, I'm a big fan, and I, th- I genuinely think I'm going to say it. It sounds extreme, but I genuinely think Premier League standard could really? could play could play Premier League. If he if he signed for I don't know Southampton, be a good signing for them. Be a good addition, I think. Yeah, well, he's. I can see him ended up there. I'd like even if he went to like you know Turkey or Belgium. You know, there's a lot of players that obviously go from MLS. Bono has been the latest one linked. Uh, yeah, he would do it in that league, and then he'll get his move. So it's 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 yeah. He's, I was really impressed with him. Good player. Can we please talk about something else now? Oh, go on then. Right. Oh, one more thing. <sighs> get in. Get out. Right. Who else played? We're not talking about Atlanta anymore. Take the scarf off. Are you? Is this sponsored? <laughs> is this hashtag spawn? No, it's hashtag two one. Hashtag win. Hashtag available on Amazon right now. Hashtag top of the conference. Hashtag. Are you going to put the link in the bio? 
Yeah. You will, right. oh, Darren, because you will. If there's any uh, UK fans who are listening and are looking, <laughs> no. for a, looking for a successful team to support, don't worry. Being a Glory fan is sort of a stigma in the UK, but not in MLS. Support Atlanta. Buy a scarf. <laughs> don't put the link in the bio. And send Elliot a picture of you wearing the scarf. Uh, right, who else played? What else happened in MLS? Uh, Shall we talk about the game that we watched together as well before uh, before Orlando and Atlanta? The Cascadia Cup. Cascadia Cup. Uh, Portland Timbers and Seattle Sounders. I enjoyed this game because there wasn't as much riding on it as the <laughs> other one that we watched. Um, bit of a bit of a bore draw until the end, though. It was. I, uh, to be honest, if there was going to be a team that were going to get a goal, it looked like Portland. Uh, Blanco took his goal oh, really well. I wondered how long it'd take you. To, oh, Blanco! Oh, my friend Blanco! My favourite player, apart from Ruznak, who c- celebrates his birthday on the same day as I do. Uh, Blanco, favourite player outside of Atlanta. He's a great finish, great dink over the goalkeeper. Um, and then he celebrated... By putting a mask on. And it's not just like a, a mask with sort of like a, a bit of string that goes around the back of your head. No, it was an actual Halloween mask. Kind of like Chucky the doll. It was it's really weird. Terrifying. Yeah. And did you notice that he scored and then celebrated with the players? And then he was looking behind the advertisement boards. And I was like, what is he trying to do? Is he trying to jump over and get to the crowd? Like, No, he pulls out a mask, puts it on. And it was, yeah. If you think Will Johnson was scary, <laughs> this was a scary. Imagine Will Johnson in that. Oh, no, don't. Um, one thing I will say about this is we sat, uh, we had a Chinese, which is nice. Yeah. Chicken balls and chips. Very uh, <laughs> very oriental from uh, Elliot Holman there. Uh, but we sat and watched this game for 80 odd minutes and nothing happened. I got up to go to the loo and as soon as I left the room, goal. Yeah. You you got up. Uh, I think it was it was literally before he got past the ball. Like you got up, was like, oh right, I'll go toilet. Two minutes left or whatever. Came and, back and I just saw this man running around with a mask <laughs> on his face, absolutely petrified. And me hiding behind the couch. Yeah. Uh, no, good win for Portland. Seattle though, they seem to be going taking two two steps forward, one step back. You know, they beat Toronto, and then we lose in in the derby, and it's. The thing is, right, Seattle have now played nine games. They've got eight points. They're 21st out of 23 teams. But still ahead of Toronto. Still ahead of Toronto. How has that happened? Uh, Well, let's move on to Toronto. Uh, Another defeat for them against New England Revolution, who are, as we say every week, they're going around their things quite quietly, but they Mm. they, what, fourth now? They're doing really well. Um, Another win, and an impressive win. They went 3-0 up. And Toronto just look, they they take one step forward and take two steps back at the moment. Uh, beating Philly, we all thought that it was back to Toronto, going to climb up the league. Lost to Seattle and now New England. They, they've played nine and lost six. They've lost two-thirds of their games. Hmm. And they are the MLS champions. And not just MLS Cup champions, but they are the greatest MLS team ever as of last season anyway. Well, do you think with them that Obviously, at the start of the season, they were concentrating on the Champions League. Mm. And we said we said in the first podcast that it may take them a while to get going. But they lost in the Champions League final. Is it kind of, I don't know, after the Lord Mayor's show for them, is it like, well, what do we do now? We've already won everything. What do we do? Are we trying to find that identity again? The thing is, I take LA Galaxy as an example. So they, they lost to FC Dallas. LA Galaxy have got 
they've averaged a point per game. So they've played 10 games, they've got 10 points. That's not anywhere near playoffs level. Like that, that if they if they played 34, 35 games and got 35 points, nowhere near, not happening. Then you look at Toronto and they've got even they've got seven points from nine games. They're doing even worse. Everyone's saying LA Galaxy are having another terrible season. Well, what is this from Toronto then? I'm I'm getting to the point where I did genuinely believe that they would be right up there, uh, despite you know the bad start and the rotation and whatever. I I was fully as much as we joked. I was very much on board with the fact that they will be up there, yeah. there or thereabouts at the end of the season. Now I'm I'm starting to worry because nine nine games in, three or four, you'd be like, all right, you're nine games in now. You know, you, you're going to play your tenth at the weekend. That that that's massive. It becomes a massive game. It they're, does. At, they're at home to Orlando. Yeah. So luckily, they'll be they'll be able to get a win, nice and easy. Um, well, I don't think so. I, I, joking aside, I think they're gonna. I can see Orlando uh, getting back to winning ways in this and, and going there because Orlando seemed to have. They had a bit of a bug of going away. Like they didn't do well away. They've won at Colorado. They won at Philadelphia. I can see them going to Toronto and getting a win here. And then Toronto got FC Dallas at home after that. Who were doing well. I think Toronto, they've got a bit of a problem, especially if they don't get anything from these two games. They've had, what, four home games out of five Mm. uh, since the Champions League defeat, and they'd only have picked up, what, four, six points. I think, I can see him struggling at the weekend. Giovinco picked up a red with literally like four seconds to go, so they're going to be without Sebastian Giovinco as well. Yep, that's true. Uh, Push to the face. Um, similar to uh, the oh, Atlanta penalty, but all, you know, Orlando Higuita didn't get sent off. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to be a big miss for them. He got his second goal of the season, um, so it's it's a big opportunity for Orlando, and I can see them doing it. I really can. Okay, uh, let's take a look at what else went down in MLS this weekend. Um, where do where do we even start? Well, I think we should start on Friday night. Okay, uh, so Vancouver Whitecaps versus Houston Dynamo. This was a two-all draw. I mean, it was a great game to watch. It would, Vancouver would be disappointed that they didn't win the mm. game, the home game. Uh, but then again, Houston will be. I, I see Houston as a similar kind of tie to uh, Vancouver. So maybe a draw was a fair result. But yeah, Vancouver, uh, they keep, we'll have to wait and see. They've got San Jose next, so... Uh, despite San Jose winning at the weekend, that's obviously uh, a very winnable game for them. And, you know, then you look at four points from Houston and San Jose and it's things are starting to look a bit rosier again. But uh, I must say, you know, after the second Houston goal in the 90th minute, Carl Robinson looked a very dejected mm. man. Uh, I know they got the equaliser, but you, you, you can tell he's starting to feel the pressure. Yeah, uh, it's it's converting all of these these chances, these goals, these leads into into three points, and I think they would be such a real serious contender. They'd be right as the, as they were last year, kind of crept in right at the last minute up, up into the top few. I don't think he's got anything to worry about. I don't think the squad's got anything to worry about. I think there will definitely uh, there'll be no playoff playoff dramas or playoff heartache there. Um, but they just they they seem to get very close all the time. And I, and I want to see them start converting leads, goals, chances into three points. I know they've got Kamara, but is that what you, how you feel 
for them. The next to take them to the next level, they need maybe another striker, someone else who's going to get them twenty goals a season. Yeah, they've been missing Kamara, and then I, I don't, I don't know that they've got a huge amount. Um, and I, I know they've got Alfonso Davis, they've got Jordi Reyna, but I, I don't feel like they've got that big, that real big name that's going to come in and is going to. Don't worry, don't worry. We've you know we've not got Kai Kamara. But it's all going to be fine. I don't. I don't feel like they've got that that huge squad depth that maybe you you, you look at a Toronto. Um, I was going to use Atlanta, but I can't can't <laughs> bear it just because the scarf is yes in my face. Uh, two games unbeaten for Houston now, so uh, they're getting a bit of a run together as well. Mm. Right next, Minnesota lost at home to San Jose. <laughs> Shock result, this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I said to you when we saw each other on Sunday, the two teams we... Uh, if we're going to slag anyone off last week, the two teams were San Jose and Philadelphia. Yeah. Don't do well away. San Jose are, are just poor at the moment. And, you know, this is why we love MLS. Because results like this happen. You can't fully guarantee. Like, you look at the Premier League, if Man City are playing, I don't know, Huddersfield... I know they drew, but nine times out of ten, City will beat them. This league is is far more unpredictable, and that's why we love it. And this weekend has shown that. <laughs> I don't even want to like. What's the point in trying to predict MLS? It's just pointless. <laughs> this was big for for San Jose though, because it was becoming a a, a, a bit of a situation in, in San Jose in that you're you're only we were we were what eight games in last week and I was saying when are they going to do something when are they going to make a change are they going to look at the manager are they going to have to invest heavily what what are they going to do because it's not working they did nothing uh, they just went out and got three points so uh, <laughs> well um, done Wondolowski scored as well one step closer to yeah. the record so we're keeping our eye on that so fingers crossed do you reckon he can do it before the end of the season I, not, I, this, not at this rate no no uh, but you know he scored uh, right we mentioned Philadelphia they went to Montreal I think I said 4-0 this was going to be to Montreal <laughs> it finished 2-0 Philadelphia yeah uh, I, I'm still and I know I, I do this every time Montreal have a bad result but there's no consistency there they get a lead they throw it away then they'll win a game then they'll they'll lose at home to Philly who are terrible on the road there's no pattern to, to Montreal at the minute whatsoever and I mean having having a look at the league 18th he's not good played played 11 games as well 9 points ne- yeah. need to start doing a lot lot better we do but I, you look at Montreal and you, they have got goal scorers so for me that you know they I have think... but the leaking goals in moments when they can't afford to do it that's true but I think in MLS, there's other leagues that are more defensive. You look at Europe, I think they're more defensive leagues. MLS is an attacking league. So if you've got players that can score your goals, you know, you look at the likes of DC, that's why they're near the bottom because they've not got players that are at the moment are getting the chances to score. And if they do get them, they're not really converting them. So that's why for Montreal, I don't think there's a, a problem. I can see Montreal, I put them in the same bracket as like Vancouver, a team that uh, will probably push for the... the playoffs and, and probably get there to be honest you're, you're at a point where you're looking and thinking Laurent Simon leaves them, um, leaves Montreal goes to LAFC he's been incredible for LAFC he's even been contributing goals and you just have to wonder where would Montreal be if they'd hung on to him 
Exactly. Uh, they could be where FC Dallas are, who got another win at the weekend. And Anyone an- can beat Galaxy at the minute, though. I know, another defeat for Galaxy. Uh, Zlatan came out the other week and, and said he needs to do much better. And they've not done it. They've not been doing it. Another defeat, another 3-2 defeat for them. And uh, Dallas, uh, Dallas keep on doing it, don't they? Dallas are flying. Um, I've said from, from sort of week two, week three, week four, they look like... They could be a real force this year. Played nine, sixteen points. I mean, you keep that up, you're gonna be, you're gonna start to trouble LAFC and, and Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, uh, Roland Lamar and Uruti who got the goals. But that's what we're saying. You need goal scorers, and they've got a few people players that are scoring goals at the moment. Um, Zlatan's not scored. He's scored what two since he's gone? Mm. So uh, in in his first game, yeah. Uh, oh no, he scored three. He scored in Chicago, didn't he? Uh, speaking of Chicago, they lost 3-0 at Columbus. This is not a good de- defeat, not a good day at the office for them, is it? We were saying about Columbus last week. Is They seem to, to go through these phases, um, this being one of their better ones. Yeah, and uh, Zardes again, two goals. He's the giant leading goal scorer in the league after last year. Who had Zardes to win the golden boot? After last season, no one. The first couple of podcasts, we slated him. We said, "Oh well, he needs to perform this year. He was he was poor last year, and he's uh, he's really he's sticking the ball in the net so far. So uh, it was eight he's got now. The thing with Chicago is that they're still having a, a better season than somebody like LA Galaxy. It's just been a bit here, there, and everywhere. So a, a slight improvement would would guarantee them playoffs. It, yeah. It's not a huge a huge drama. It's just that. It seems like they are a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, I think there's a few teams at the moment. They're kind of just in second gear. They've not really... They've had the odd result, like Chicago. They beat um, New York Red Bulls. Really impressive, wasn't it? But I I, I still think there's a few more gears for Chicago to get into. A team... You know what? I'm trying to link all these together. I think I'm doing a really good job. A team that has got into fifth gear the last few weeks. (laughs) New York Red Bulls. Another win for them at Colorado. Yeah, Colorado, um, as as we discussed recently, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Uh, yeah, Colorado are a really tough t- team to play at home because of the way they set up and, and, and the way that they will uh, close you down, work really hard, get physical with you. Um, I did wonder whether New York Red Bulls would be able to overcome that because they do like to play very fast tick-a-tacker. Um, but really good really good result for, for New York Red Bulls, who I, re- I like the look of most of the time. They've had a few few wobbly moments, but uh, really like the football that they're playing. Um, Eighteen points from nine games, really decent. That that's that's guaranteeing you playoffs if you keep that. Up. Yep. Uh, right. How can I link this now? Uh, a team who probably won't be making the playoffs. Oh. DC United. <laughs> DC lost at Real Salt Lake three two, and he went one 0 up as well. DC, but again, it's it's just not clicking for him at the moment, is it? But at this point, you're looking at confidence, aren't you? It's like DC United have won one game in the whole season, so even when you do take a lead, that as a player, what at whatever level you're playing, that doubt is always going to be: How are we going to hold on to this? Are we going to do it? Can we do it? And while you're worrying about that you're not focusing on the game. And, and DC are in a real, real situation for me. I yeah. don't know if, I don't know at this point when when you've won one game out of your 
first eight. I don't know what Wayne Rooney is is going to do. He's not superhuman. No, well, we said last week on the on the podcast that we we think you'll be a great signing for DC and also a great signing on Wayne Rooney's side. Yeah, but he's Wayne Rooney isn't like Zlatan, for example. If he came in, you'd think right, they're going to score goals. This will really kickstart the season. Wayne Rooney, he could do it. I mean, it may maybe a, a breath of fresh air for him. But you know, when you're going one 0 up and then find yourself three one down after 56 minutes, it's you know, it's credit to RSL though. We said we've said multiple times that RSL are a good team. I think they're a good team to watch. They'll score goals. Uh, Corey Baird got another one. Rusnak got his goal, uh, and then Savarino. So I just DC. I just seem to. I think they're just in limbo at the moment. You know, with a new ground and stuff, he's mm. not really playing any home games. He's just sort of in limbo, and it's kind of there is a light at the end of the tunnel with perhaps the Rooney transfer with a new stadium. I just wonder whether they literally want the end of the season already. You can't yeah. go down. You can't get relegated. If th- this would be massive, massive situation for DC, if uh, MLS had a had relegation, they, they would be having to move around staff, playing staff, coaching staff, ready to move into the new stadium. Things had to be on the up because you'd be worrying about paying for a brand new stadium when you've dropped down a league and the um, attendance is going to go down. They're very, very lucky that they can just write this off and just say, right, forget it. We'll worry about it next year. Yeah. Uh, A team that have settled in a new stadium. (laughs) DC can look at them as uh, a bit of a... A bit of inspiration. LAFC, still unbeaten at home. Drew 2-2 to New York City. Good game, this. 2-2 against New York, home or away, is a really, really good result. Uh, They'll be extremely pleased with that, especially considering LAFC, and I feel like you have to remind people of this every now and again, are still in their first season. They've not been around for five minutes. Uh, A 2-2 draw against NYCFC, who we all know are are a great side, have got brilliant players, is a a really good result. NYCFC will be a little bit disappointed because they, they've dropped points recently. Um, but brand new stadium, brand new team, it's, it's not never going to be an easy result to, to turn up and, and steal all three points. No, 10 games in. LAFC actually have had the best start in the 20-year history of MLS expansion team. So well done to Better them. than Atlanta. But yeah, they did, yeah. So we'll see if LA can continue and, and next year maybe win at Orlando. Uh, six wins so far, so... LAFC are doing well. They're keeping it. Uh, they're keeping it going. They had a blip, bit of a blip with the LA Galaxy and Atlanta scores, but they've come back strong and uh, they're a good team to watch. So this was a good game. And David Villa on the goals on the score sheet again really does make them tick. You do. Uh, you do. They are a better team with him, aren't they? And I have got some LAFC players in my fantasy team. This could be where this podcast all turns around. What now? What? We've got some predictions to look at. I was who, hoping you were going to skip past this. Who did what? We can we can skip past this. No, let's see who, who predicted Atlanta yeah. to beat Orlando. Which is something. There's five points for you already. Because you said Atlanta would win. Yeah, this is true. The MLS UK Show. Come on then. How badly did I do? Uh, well, you didn't do great. You did get one result right. You got Portland 1-0. Yep. Uh, but then you said Atlanta when you said New York Red Bulls will win, and that's it. Mm. So twenty points for you. You after winning last week, you've become, you've gone joint last this week. Uh, shout out to Daniel, by the way. He got two results right. He got the two twos right, so he got Vancouver 
and uh, the LAFC game. And then he got uh, FC said FC Dallas, Columbus, RSL, Portland and Atlanta would all win. So he got 45. He won this week. I beat you by 10. I got 30 points. I got the Red Bulls score right. And then uh, I said FC Dallas, New York Revs, uh, RSL and Portland would win as well. So uh, not bad. I feel like I should step down. Let Daniel have a go. He's done well this week, but this can all change. You saw this week. Do you know what? I need this more than ever. Bring on fantasy. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. So we started the podcast with me getting abused because Orlando got beaten by Atlanta. Uh, I did terribly in the predictions as well. Is this where it all turns around, or did you, for once, actually do your team? Uh, no, I didn't do my team. However, all my players were due to play. Ben Sweat didn't play, so he's uh, he's let me down. Um, but I did all right. I got 70 points, but I'm guessing that you probably, because uh, Carlos Vea scored, and they'll just give Rossi like 20 points just for turning up because he's in your team. Um, oh guessing... dear, now the tables are turned. We're not in a very good mood, are we? Uh, I don't like fantasy anymore. It's rubbish. Mine's not actually loading, so you you might be all right. I'll let you go first. Right, well, uh, I had Barco in my team, who you may have noticed, he scored Atlanta against Orlando. Uh, these are uh, points that are, are built up over the teams that played in midweek as well. So, for example, Zussi got me 10 points, but just from the Atlanta game. Barco ended the weekend on 11 points. Higuain got 13 um, for in Columbus's win over Chicago. BWP, my captain, got me 12 points, so not bad. 70 points, I guess we'll settle for that. 70 points over two game weeks? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. So the average score was 91.3. Well below average. Yeah, yeah. But Atlanta won, so I don't care. Okay. Uh, I got 104 points. All right, that's okay. Who got you uh, points this weekend? Uh, I'm not going to lie, Diego Rossi, 24 points this week because he's my captain. Uh, Carlos Baylor, 18 points. Um, Higuain got me 13. And uh, <laughs> Kevin Ellis, Chicago defender, popping up with all the goals at the minute. 14 points this game week. This is the thing is that I'll notice players who play for you and I'll be like, oh, I'll stick them in. No, won't happen, will it? It, it that's it now. I'm going to take him out now. He's done for the season. <laughs> um, so so I am uh, 15th in the MLS UK Show League. I've got 100 and, uh, 104 this week. Total of 735. Uh, and if we scroll down far enough, we'll find Henry in 20th, 657 points. Is it, Nearly 100 behind now. There's still time. There's still time. I want to give a mention as well. Blanketsburg, who is a uh, San Jose Earthquakes fan, so he needs something at the moment. He did message us pointing out he got 131 points, so I wanted us to give him a shout-out, so well done. He's 22nd at the moment. Yeah, he's still got less points than you. Come on, Blanketsburg, you can do, you can do better than that. Right, let's take a look then. Five things you may have missed this week in MLS. This week in MLS. Over to you. Henry Hewitt. Well, first of all, this week, of course, our favourite goalkeeper, 157-year-old Nick Raimondo. Yeah. Got his 200th career win. So, well done to him. RSL beating DC, of course. RSL, 
Uh, made a lot of it on social media, and rightly so. Is but it... I don't know if it's that impressive. Uh, I think it is when you're Nick Raimondo with RSL. No, because at that age, how many games must he have played? If he's 157 next birthday, yeah, he's played true. a lot of MLS games. Would've... 200's not really a lot. Would have started what, when he was 17. Mm. So 140 35 years. 35 games a year. Yeah, actually not... That, not Poor that ratio, much. that. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere, the Wayne Rooney deal is being reported as being uh, all but sewn up. Uh, DC, uh, a paper in DC is saying that it's very close. The major issues in the negotiations are being resolved. We say this now. However, it does look like uh, Sam Allardyce will be sacked from Everton, which was one of the things that could have kept Wayne Rooney at Everton. So watch this space. I'm sure we'll update I you. I think we've heard too much for this to now not go ahead. Yeah, it will be disappointing, really. Uh considering we pretty much dedicated a podcast to it. <laughs> be a bit awkward. Uh, elsewhere, Orlando City condemn fans for throwing uh, rubbish, uh, trash, as our American cousins say, uh, onto the pitch after that Will Johnson tackle. Um, that face, though. That face. Imagine that. So the referee's looking at Will Johnson's face with then a load of beer cans and, and stuff. Uh, throwing <laughs> throwing at him. I'd have just been like, right, get the game over with and let's just move on. Uh, Orlando have said it's unacceptable and we do not condone it. Um, and obviously, we agree with that. You can't be throwing stuff onto the pitch despite uh, your anger at losing to Atlanta. Fourth this week, Columbus captain Will Trapp has got a Greek passport. Did you know about this? No. Uh, so Will, is uh, he's, his grandfather is Greek. Now, of course, if Will wants to move to Europe at any point and play in the European leagues, it would help if he had a European passport. So he's got a Greek passport. So uh, watch this space. Maybe something for the future. Okay. And last but not least this week, uh, do you know what Atlanta beat Orlando? 2-1. Yeah, he's he's, he's meant we top of the conference. Uh, Atlanta were 2-0 for half-time and Orlando... We let Orlando have a goal, but then Atlanta won the game 2-1. There's five things you may have missed this week in MLS. And there's also a sixth as well. Get out! Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. I need to up my game with predictions. I'm, I'm doing it this week. I'm getting back in on, this, on these predictions. Let's rattle through. I'm going to smash this. Okay. Mark, mark my words. Let's start. Vancouver... Versus San Jose Earthquakes. San Jose, who, of course, picked up a surprise win on the road. They did. Can they do it again? What do you reckon? No. 1-0 Vancouver. Uh, yeah, to be honest, uh, Vancouver are uh, a hit and miss at the moment. They've only won one in their last, what, five games, six games. However, I think they'll make it two. Uh, I see them winning 2-0. Okay. Toronto FC versus Orlando City SC. I'm going to let you have a go at this one first. I said before about Toronto, uh, you know, they, they're struggling, they've been disappointing. Uh, I mean, we didn't mention before, but we actually got a DM on Twitter from a guy called Austin, a Toronto fan who was like, you know, you guys are, are, are slagging off Toronto, but you got to remember about the injury list. Well, now they've got Giovinco on the missing list as well after the sending off. I think Orlando can go there and win, I think 2-1. Mm. The thing about the injury list is we kept getting told that Toronto had an incredible squad depth. I'm not seeing that, um, you know. And there's been a lot of excuse. Oh, we didn't have this person or that person, you know. 
Atlanta have been missing players. Um, you know, Orlando certainly at the start of the season were missing a lot of players. I think I think there's a lot of teams that that have struggled. I think at the end of the day, Toronto have only got themselves to to blame with with their extracurricular activities, which didn't quite pay off. Which which genuinely, of course, we are we are sad about because they were repping MLS. Um, but I think Toronto will beat Orlando. I think it'll be two one. Okay. Uh, New York City versus Colorado Rapids, 6 o'clock on Saturday. 3-0 New York City. Um, yeah, this is on Sky Sports here in the UK. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 4-2 New York City. Wow. Uh, bet on goals in that one. <laughs> Portland Timbers versus LAFC. I'm going to go for a one-all draw. This is a... This is a big game, I think. This is one of the games where Portland are a great team to watch, in my opinion, but they can keep it tight at the back. This is going to be a big test for them against LAFC. I see this being 2-2. I get. I think LAFC will get another draw. Okay, we've both gone for a draw. FC Dallas versus Vancouver Whitecaps. Now, Vancouver are playing Thursday and, well, Wednesday, but Thursday for us, and... Saturday. This is heavy. Yeah, and and travelling all that way as well. And FC Dallas, as we've said, are a good team. They're playing well. I can only see one outcome in this. I'm going for a 2-0 FC Dallas win. 3-1 FC Dallas. Okay. New England Revolution versus Columbus Crew. This is a good game. This I'm looking forward to this one. Two teams in form. I'm I'm just going with New England Revolution basically because they're at home. Okay. So I think I think it'd be one nil to the Rebs. I've put one nil as well. Oh, that's boring. But we'll have to stick with it. Philadelphia Union RSL. I've gone for one all. Philly are the same position as San Jose. They suddenly got a win. They've suddenly yeah. woke up. RSL for me only really do it at home. So you know what? You're not going to like this. I'm going to do it. No. I know I said RSL get goals, but they're away from home. Nil, nil. As if. Now this, <laughs> this next game, half three on Sunday morning. This is a game. If you want anyone who uh, you're trying to push MLS on, do not show them this game. San Jose Earthquakes versus DC United. This is tough because they're just both as hopeless as each other. Uh, San Jose, San Jose two, DC United nil. Well, um, this is tough. They've both got identical records apart from San Jose's won two, DC United's won one, and that's just because DC have played a game less. I'm going home advantage. San Jose, I've played a couple of days before though. Yeah. I think, what do I think with this one? 2-2. Two, Maybe two. draw, 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Minnesota versus SKC. I can see a heavy defeat at home for Minnesota here. I'm going to go 4-1 really? to SKC. Uh, Minnesota have been doing all right at home. They've, uh, they've picked up quite a few wins. SKC have been doing well away. They beat Atlanta. Uh, I agree with you. I think SKC will win. I don't think it'll be as as convincing as what you say, though. 
I think another two win, uh, two nil for SKC. Okay, I'm going for that same scoreline, two nil. But in this Chicago v Houston game, I think Chicago home advantage, two nil victory over Houston. Ah, well, this is on Sky Sports here in the UK, nine o'clock on uh, Sunday evening. I am going to go with Chicago as well, home advantage. I think it'd be uh, an interesting game. Now I think three two to Chicago. Okay. Um, technically Monday e Monday morning for us. Atlanta United versus New York Red Bulls. This is a tasty game. Um, Atlanta always good at home though, apart from when they're not and <laughs> they lose to SKC. Two uh, one familiar scoreline for me. Losing to Atlanta United two one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, New York Red Bulls same as Atlanta. You know they're good away, apart from when they're not. Um, <laughs> I think two two. I think Red Bulls will do like uh, NYC did. 2-2. Two, two. I hope so. That would be satisfying to ease my pain of this week. Um, final game. Montreal Impact versus LA Galaxy. Monday night game. This is a weird time. Eight o'clock for us. Yeah. On a Monday. It's just Monday afternoon. Do you know what the annoying thing is? Is that we normally watch Monday evening matches while we're at work because uh, we work e- afternoon evenings and we'll, we'll stick Monday night football on. We're not in on Monday. We're actually we're in Ibiza. We've been yeah. sent to Ibiza. Uh, so how terrible! Yeah, this game would be brilliant for us, but ugh, we've got to go to Ibiza. <sighs> um, I this is where do I start with this one? I'm going two one Montreal two L A Galaxy one. L A Galaxy, they've got to win at some point. I reckon two one L A Galaxy. There it is. That's a lot of action this week, this forthcoming week. Yes. So if you want to have a prediction on the games coming up, uh, just like all the people who did, they DM us and we'll mention you on the show. Like Daniel got 45 points this week. Please do DM us at MLS UK show on Twitter um, and we'll pick them up and we'll uh, we'll compare them with our predictions as well and see who wins. Mm. And uh, thank you very much for listening once again. Make sure you're subscribed so that every time we do a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it straight away. We do have uh, we do have some news, though, don't we? You did just touch on it. Well, we're thinking about what we can do next week. Uh, at the moment, there won't be a podcast. We've been sent to Ibiza with work. Uh, Our hands are tied. We're going to have to fly to a, a hot country yeah. and have some well-deserved time by the pool. Uh, however, we we're thinking about what we can do. So, if you we still be on Twitter, if you want to chat to us about any of the action that's going on, please do. However, uh, we'll keep you updated on that one. I'm sorry, dedication. But we will be back the week after. We'll be back. It's all going to be fine. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll uh, catch you once we're bronzed from our little Ibiza trip, which is uh, for work purposes, obviously. Uh, we'll catch up on all of the MLS action next time on MLS UK Show. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.